This is a PSA for my big booty bitches. What's your sign? What it is? I'm a cancer. That's right. Body built like what? Like a dancer. Hey guys, we're your hosts, Mangda and Poetic B, and you're tuned in to Girls Night In. Sip this. Happy Wednesday! Happy Wednesday! Welcome to the Girls Night In podcast. Yeah, yeah, guys, yo, welcome back. Happy Wednesday! Happy um, Cancer season and Poetic B B Day week special. Yes, my birthday is Saturday, so mm-hmm. if you don't tell me Happy Birthday, you're a bitch. You are, but it's okay because uh, I'm gonna just cry about it. It's okay. Yeah, no, but, no, it's cool. Anyway, it's cool. y'all, it's been a struggle to get here. We have been recording this for what feels like all day. But I'm, key, I'm getting only, a headache. Yeah, but you know, Loki, I've only been here for like two hours. So, well, guess what? Yeah, we gotten a lot done while also getting nothing done. <laughs> so crazy how that works, right? Right. Anyway, we're back. Mm-hmm. So happy Wednesday, like we said. And since it's my birthday week, mm-hmm. I decided our cork popper is gonna be something slightly different, but fun. Mm-hmm. Normally we do questions, but I decided our cork popper of the week is gonna be best nikki verse because if y'all didn't know now you know we Rah. are nikki minaj stands okay? i'm a monster monster we are barbs I'm a monster. this monster. is a no nikki slander podcast yeah do you hear me we're doing that we like cardi too don't get me wrong but it's a no nikki slander podcast right okay mm-hmm. so we're gonna get started let's go because are you a nikki fan <laughs> am i a nikki fan pull up in the sri lanka <laughs> No, because yeah. bitch, I love everything Nikki. Nikki Minaj, Nikki Lewinsky, Nikki the Ninja, Nikki the Boss, Nikki the Harajuku Barbie. Nikki the. I don't even know why you girls bother at this point. point. Like, give, give it, it up. up. It's, it's me. me. I, I win. win. You lose. Ha 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 ha. Anyway. Okay. So, go ahead. Yeah. Hit him with a verse, uh, B. Me, me? Okay, ready, ready? Mm-hmm. Call me Nikki Cock the Blicky, the Minaj is silent. Mm. Mm. Period. Damn. How about a um? <clears throat> These bitches so my sons. Who could ever deny it? My packs hit different. Who could ever supply it? No one bitch could be my opposite. She offends me. It's corporate giants and machines that went against me. Period. What about? What about? All right. You ain't fuck me. You fuck the old body. Uh, you ain't fuck Nikki. You fuck Nicole, Nicole body, body, huh? Period. And then later Go she ahead. says. I need a new body. I need some new dick. Uh, no little wood trying to stick me like a toothpick. toothpick. That's disrespectful. She said she could pick her teeth with She it. said you're giving dental floss. Step, it, step your step it up. up. <laughs> Yo, no, it really reminds me of how I'm celibate. <laughs> Yo, one thing about Amanda. Yeah. Any chance she gets, she gonna tell you she's celibate. I am. Any chance. So what I hear now is I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it, y'all. So just... The moral of the story, if you got someone for a sign. No, uh-uh. We're not doing that. I'm, a sign I'm not hearing that. I'm a signer up on Hinge. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm report, report it. It's not me. Report that page. Please. What about, yeah. what about? Go ahead. Broke bitches so crusty. Disgust me. Ooh. Gave the bitch a ride. It got the continental dusty. Uh. Trust me. I keep a couple hundred in the duff beat. Couple mm. wet wipes in case a bum try to touch me. Ooh. Ew. Period. She said ew. I really ew. felt that. <laughs> How about how about six inch pumps play with his balls dunks? His balls play with his balls, dunks. not the balls. Yeah, 
What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how we didn't start with this shit. What? Rule number one to be a boss ass bitch. Uh, never let a clown try to play you. If, if he, he play, play you, you, then rule number two. Fuck, fuck his best, best friends and make him yes men. And get a dick pic and then he press send. And send a red heart and send a kissy face. And tell him that his friends of how your pussy tastes. And that's rule three. I'm the school team. My wrist look like I am a jewel thief. Yeah. Yeah, we need to stop. What? Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Because Jersey say get her, I'm a getter. Uh-huh. I got that kind of money, make her broke, broke bitch, bitch bitter. I got that kind of wait, wait, fix eight. Uh-huh. Which bitch you know made, made a million, million off a mixtape? A million off a mixtape. <laughs> Another one. Okay, ready? Another one, thank you. <laughs> Another one, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> How about this one? Ready? <clears throat> Hey yo, people will love you and support you when it's beneficial. I'ma forgive, I'ma forget, but I'ma debt the issue. Yeah, that's some real talk. Move. The way your hands yeah, move. cause you gotta really get into it with her. Is this the things I get for putting you bitches on? Is huh? it my fault that all of you bitches gone? Huh? <laughs> she just said a thank you note, little hoe. Now I'ma wrap your coffin with a bow. No, period. Nigga, she just mad cause you took the spot. Word that bitch mad cause you took the spot. Well, uh-huh. bitch, if you ain't shitting, then get off the pot, bitch. Cause why are you on it? Why you on it if you ain't shitting? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was anything. She said anything on that last one, but that's crazy. All right, how about this one? Tell them hoes that it's crunch time. Abdomen. She did it again. Imagine them about to make them bum bitches mad again. <laughs> no, because the pauses were killing me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, fl- fl- I'm flying high. Hey, time to talk just high and bye, bye bitch. Period. How about um, got a billboard out in Madison at the Trump, and you bitches at the Radisson. Got 22 on me, and it's thin. Shoot movies, Jennifer Aniston. Honestly, it's Nikki's whole monster verse, huh. huh. but this part right here, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and if I'm fa- wait, no, hold on, let me back up. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm all up, all up, all up in the bank with the funny things. Huh. And if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my, my money, money ain't. Period. Period. Wait. Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight. Wait, Wait I'm, I'm the, the rookie, rookie, but my features in my shows ten times your pay. Uh huh. Fifty k for a verse, no, no album, album out. Jesus, my y'all God. can come on. You y'all can never. Can. You can never for real, for real. Who you know? <laughs> Who you know could? Cause you can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's weird. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of the one verse where she said, hey, yo, people will love you and support you when it's beneficial. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to forget, but I'm going to dead the issue. Kind of leads us into topic number one. Yes, y'all. Because I'm, honestly, I'm very, I'm very eager to discuss this. Mm-hmm. Because I think we all can learn something from this conversation. I'm a motherfucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think we can learn something from this conversation. And honestly, I think it's a conversation that needs to be had because so many people don't really sit there and analyze it with themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be discussing, mm-hmm. are you ever the villain in someone's story? Of course. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And what mistakes do you think you've made where you were the bad guy? Hmm. So I feel like in relationships... I've been the heartbreaker, but then I've also been the one that got away. And in both aspects, that could really make you the villain, depending on who you're talking to. Because as the heartbreaker, heartbreaker most definitely, right? But as the one who got away, that person who lets you get away 
they could feel resentment towards you. Yeah. Because they let you get away. Like, you're the one that got away. Fuck. You were the one who were who was like, you know, I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to do this for me. And I'm going to just, this is dead. This is done. And I think they on. almost get mad that you chose yourself. Yeah. Because you know? it's like, sometimes people expect you, especially men, they expect you to like sit there and just wait for them to get it together. Yeah. That's and not just, fair. Just wait for me. No, I'm not waiting for nobody. I don't even wait for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that ass though. Like, yeah. why do I have to sit here and wait for you to get your shit together? Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure you would not. Hell. Yeah, you would not do the same, baby. You're dragging me through hell. I'm fucking muddy as shit right now. But I'm supposed to wait because it's gonna get better. Yeah, he gonna find himself. No. When Summer Walker said, "I'll go to hell in jail for you, boy," I did I not feel, feel that. that. <laughs> I did not feel that. I said, "Stand up, <laughs> you weak in the knees. Stand up." Please. No, for real. Because who? Who's going to hell and, and jail for you? I'm not doing that. You know, better get it together. When I be feeling shit in relationships, it'd be like Destiny's Child cater to you. Right. Or it'd be like, um, ladies, leave your man at home. The cup is full of bullets and, and their pockets full of rum. Come on. Girl with her friends. Because it's 1130 and the club is jumping, jumping. No, that, I feel that. I ain't mad that she said, fellas, leave your girl with her friends. No, for real. Because <laughs> the friends is in the club too. Come on now. No, but you know, what about in friendships? Do you think you have situations with friends where you're the bad guy? You're the villain? Ooh, y'all, she just rolled her eyes so fucking hard. <laughs> so hard. Yeah, am I the drama? <laughs> Is it me? Am, am I, I the, the drama? drama? I don't think I'm the drama. I don't think I'm the drama. No, I feel like it depends, like, you know, the kind of friendship or how that friendship kind of deaded. But I yeah. most definitely am a villain in someone's story. I don't, yeah, I, think, I don't deny that at all. I think there's all. someone... For me in like every really like whether it was an ex um a friendship even family i think in someone story i have definitely become the yeah villain. uh and i think for me it's almost always for the same reason some way shape or form it just involves me setting a boundary and choosing mm -hmm. myself and they don't like it yeah so now i'm the villain oh yeah just me putting myself first for one because i always put everybody else's emotions and their just everything. I always put everybody else before me sometimes. And I kind of like push myself to the side. And then yeah. when I do decide to be like, I'm going to make this decision for myself, people are like, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> da, no, da, 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 da. I think it's real fucked up because people don't like selfishness. Yeah, they unless don't. it's themselves yeah. making that selfish decision. That's 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 It was giving the Grinch. I'm gonna make a selfish decision. <laughs> it's my birthday and I'm gonna make a selfish decision. <laughs> yeah. No, you're funny. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, you're low key funny. Yeah, I knew that. You're actually funny. You're actually funny. Yeah, I knew that. It's getting me the actually. It's getting me is actually. No. So that actually <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> okay if here we go you are the villain in somebody's story do you think that something like pushed you to get there or do you think like maybe you were just in a bad place in your life and like it was intentional like you were just a shitty person to people you see here's the thing so i've had <laughs> here's the thing actually now that you mention it <laughs> i've had situations where i'm the villain but all i really did was put myself first and my happiness first like not in 
Not in a way. They're like, bitch, you're the villain. It's in the closet. No. <laughs> you pull them out when you need to. He <laughs> started breaking through the, cha- the fucking chains. Um, like, for instance, this is, there's this one friendship. I really held it near and dear to my heart, right? But what happened was I was just, like, starting to put myself first. Like, you know, I was finding love and I was, like, allowing myself to experience different situations and places and kind of like live life for myself, like as an adult. And I had one friend who really just didn't appreciate that. Like she thought like maybe I should just be up her ass 24 seven or how it always was. And I was just like, look, at the end of the day, I'm an independent person. You are your own person. We should be able to go like have time where we don't speak or like have moments where you're doing what you want. I'm doing what I want. But at the end of the day, when we come back together, it's always love. It shouldn't be like, oh, but where the hell have you been? Or you're holding something over my head. Right. So in their eyes, that made me a villain. Sometimes people just, they're low-key envious of your growth. Yeah. And they don't, you know, some people just don't like respect it. And like you said, if she wanted you up her ass, some people are just so full of themselves with a big ass head mm-hmm. that they expect you to like, you know, bow down to them, follow them, be their little puppy. And if you were like standing on your own two feet and you're walking away from that, it doesn't feed her ego anymore. Yeah. And sometimes she may need someone to just feed her ego. Mm-hmm. People need that. People and instead of like, like I always am like a strong believer, like feel some way you really should talk about it. Like no matter how tough the situation or conversation may be. But like then when she did talk to me, she said like really mean things. And like the way that she approached it was like very foul. And that's like up. I was like, whoa. First of all, don't come on my phone disrespecting me because that's crazy. Absolutely not. And so then I had to set her in her place and like that kind of ended the friendship because it's like, you just can't come out here disrespecting me. And now when I tell you how I really feel, now the now the relationship's just way too tainted for us and to even do anything. Back out here, yeah. Her story. And now when people ask, she did me wrong. Right. Like, right. People I think people also don't know how to take accountability for the things that drove you to maybe become the villain. Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes you can do so much for somebody, you can pour and pour into them, but then you realize it's not being reciprocated. Yeah. And then when you stop pouring into them, they're going to just put the blame on you. Yeah. And I think it's easier sometimes to just put the blame on somebody else than to sit there, analyze your own actions, be, you know, real with yourself, honest with yourself and take accountability. No, people don't want to do that. So Mm -hmm. it's easy to be like, well, she fucked up. We're not friends because of her. She stopped fucking with me. She stopped doing things she was doing. She switched up on me. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't switch up on you. I just stopped feeding your fucking ego. Yeah. And I put myself first. But they don't want to say that's out of the story, right. do they? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Did you ever, like, learn from being the villain or being villainized? Um, I honestly, I would say that I learned to not let it bother me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't let it bother me. Don't let it bother me. I hope it didn't bother you. <laughs> yeah. Because I used to be somebody that was like, oh my goodness, I need to make this right. Oh my goodness, they're not happy with me. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, it gives me anxiety. But then I learned to just be okay with letting people live with whatever story they told themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, you were there, I were there, I was there. And we know what happened mm-hmm. and however you perceived it is how you perceived it yeah and how i perceived it is how i perceived it and no matter what there's always going to be somebody who doesn't think they were wrong yeah so it's better to just let it, it be so i think i just learned not to let it bother me and yeah. 
I don't ever feel like I'm intentionally the villain to somebody. So if I'm the villain in anybody's story, it's usually because I set a boundary. Yeah. And it's usually because I feel that I'm letting them know you're not going to walk all over me and I'm not going to let you speak to me some type of way. And I'm not going to let you think you can do whatever to me and I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, setting boundaries comes in a lot of different ways. And sometimes when people are not ready to have those conversations, they take it offensively Mm -hmm. and they think you're disrespecting them and they think you're the villain. And that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine with me. Like if I'm the villain because I'm choosing my piece, that's fine. I'll be the villain in your story. Yeah. And I'm not going to get mad at it. I don't think I'm ever intentionally like shitty to people, you know? Right. Actually, you know what? Now I think about it. Hmm. One situation sticks out to me. So years ago, a friend of mine told me about this app. It was like a dating app. And Plenty she, of fish. Yeah. No, oh. actually. Oh, shit. And I was she just told me that she would go on there and like she would flirt with guys and like they would ask her for her number, but she would basically just tell them like, you need to pay one of my bills. Like she would give them like right. a fake like amount of money for a bill and they would like send it to her sometimes. I don't know why my dumb ass. I was like, I'm trying. Like if you're doing that, I'm gonna do it. Right. And it worked. And like I felt kind of bad. Like I'm just not that type of person. So like I took the money from this guy. Uh-huh. I think he sent me like one something from my phone bill or something. Uh-huh. And I just took it and then I blocked him. And then I felt so bad because like he didn't seem like a bad dude. Like I was like that's yeah. just not in me to like run someone's pockets up like that. So yeah, I deleted the app and shit. But like I'm the villain in his story because I'm pretty sure he figured out like yeah, she definitely got me for my money. Damn. And he probably hates me. But not she being a scammer. Yeah, that that did not fit me. <laughs> one and that nine. is so crazy <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was pretty hyped that i did it though i was like damn i had the no like right <laughs> like shout out to her yeah but no shout out to y'all have fun <laughs> yeah um i see something that i learned um would have to be like that people sometimes are just for a season yeah. like not everybody's meant to last in your life and i definitely come across a lot of seasonal people which like can sometimes like break me down but you know what? They're usually there to tr- like to teach you teach something. you something. I'm tired of the lessons. Well, yeah, that was gonna be my question. Like, do you think you're learning them? Yeah, I really do. Well, I would just say I think fine. I've learned them. <laughs> I think they've been learned. But you know what? Maybe sometimes yeah. it's not about you. Maybe you also need to teach them a lesson. Yeah, true. Like maybe we look at it sometimes as like, oh, what am I learning from this? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand what else I need to learn. Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's them. And maybe you're yeah. in their life to teach them something. Yeah, yeah, I've also learned to, like, take other people's emotions into consideration and to be more vocal. Like, if I don't like something, to actually yeah. talk about it because I actually am the type that, like, my toxic trait is, like, I will kind of let something – like, I'll like something will happen and then I'll just kind of distance myself and just kind of let it get so far out of reach to the point where if we do talk about it, it's like, I'm so far past this. What is the point of us even having this conversation mm. now? And it's easier for me that way because it makes that like it makes that disconnection a lot simpler in my life. And also, too, it kind of helps me avoid the confrontation and like the back and forth and just the drama in general, which I'm just not I'm just not here for any of that. So I'm just kind of the type that's like, look, I'm not even going to go back and forth with you because I just don't give a fuck. So I feel like silence is always a lot louder than anything else. And I don't know. I've been trying to teach myself how to be more vocal, how to communicate better, whether it's in relationships or friendships, instead of just sweeping it under the rug and then pushing forward. When you're suppressing, though, you're also not letting people, you know, become aware of the things that they do 
that bother you. And then it continues, you know? It's easier if you just say those things, nip it in the bud, you know, and Mm -hmm. move forward. Yeah, but usually if, like, I'm just going silent and, like, I'm just ghosting you, it's, like, it's to the point where it's, like, I just don't even have words for you no more. Like, I'm not even going to sit here and continue to repeat myself or anything. This is dead. And by the time I'm I'm already, like, out the door, I'm going to be so far gone that you're going to be left, like, wait, wait, wait. And I'm going to be, like, no, it's done. And once I close the door, it is very hard for me to open it back up. I understand that because I think that's like the situation for a lot of people. It's like even in relationships, you know, I think a lot of women do that because there's that saying, you know, uh, how by the time a woman leaves you, she was already checked out like three months ago. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of us do that. We sweep things under the rug. We distance ourselves little by little. And then when it's finally when it's finally time for us to cut those ties, it looks so easy to the naked eye because they're like, what? Like, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. Whole time I've been doing this. Yeah. That goes for, like, friendships or relationships with Mm -hmm. me. I kind of apply the same rule to everything. So do you think that, you know, if you don't really have those conversations, you're the villain to some people who you just distance yourself from? And maybe they're actually the villain, but in their eyes, they're just like, Yeah, for sure, because because that's just a different form of communication. At the end of the day, now they're left with their interpretation of what happened instead of the actual answer. And then, like, if you don't sit there and give somebody – you know, that closure or you give them the opportunity to sit down and have the conversation of why this is dead or why this is done and over with, it's really up for them, like for grabs or whatever they want to say. I'll never sit here. And if somebody like asks me, oh, what happened with you and this person? Or like, even if they like, I'm even if they ask me themselves, I'm not going to sit here and like badger them and just fucking talk shit about them. Like, I'm just going to say, it's dead. It happened. What's done is done. And it's the past. Sometimes things don't work out with people or sometimes friendships aren't meant to last forever. It's a part of life. Like I won't sit here and talk shit on you because I feel like at the end of the day, we all have a reputation that we're trying to trying to protect. And whether or not other people see you for who you really are, that's not my job to make them see you the way that I see you. No, I agree. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. So here's my question, right? right? Hearing all that. Do you apologize to people? Like if someone brings it up to you and, you know, it's been months since you guys have spoken and they've reached out and they're telling you, you know, I feel away because I feel like I don't really know what happened. You just like went ghost or you just cut me off. Mm -hmm. Do you apologize? Like, do you have the discussion? Do you talk about it at that moment? Like, what do you do? Um, Yeah, most definitely. Because like, even if I'm not fully ready to hear your apology or give my apology, I'm still going to give you the grace to open up the conversation and to let off your chest what needs to be off your chest. And if I fucked up, and even if I don't agree that I fucked up, I'm still going to apologize for the ways that you that I hurt you or the right. things that I did or the things that I said. Because nobody's perfect at the end of the day. I'm not, I don't expect... Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, so I was accountability. Thinking, yeah, I was thinking more so of like nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect, day. You know that song? Yes. But you're perfect for me, <laughs> J Cole. I I do think that I I apologize too because my intentions are never to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. So if they come up to me, because I've had it happen where they're mm-hmm. like, you know, you stop fucking with me, or I haven't heard from you, or like. Our last encounter, you know, I feel like we both said some things. I'll tell them. I'll be like, you know, I'm sorry that you feel hurt. I'm sorry that you felt 
disrespected. I don't mean to do that. But yeah. at the same time, like, I also feel a way too. And I'm going to say how I feel. Yeah. Maybe I, I came across harsh and sorry for that. But it doesn't, nine times out of ten, whenever I say to somebody, I mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I just don't mean the way it comes out. But I really don't make a habit of saying things I don't mean. Yeah. Unless I'm like really feeling disrespected and it's completely like fuck you mm-hmm. like i'm gonna disrespect you but i really don't do that usually know? that's like when you literally just don't even care for the friendship yeah. anymore but even if i know i'm not gonna talk to them anymore sometimes i still care you know because yeah. like i can care about you and know that i want nothing to do with you i'm not gonna disrespect you but i'm not gonna entertain this either yeah and sometimes like i've had to apologize and you know i have to tell people like i'm sorry for things i said they hurt you but mm-hmm. i meant it and i'm sorry that i could have worded it better and i didn't or maybe I didn't express myself the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes I think we just get triggered, you know. And I feel like when somebody gets triggered, it's easier for them to come out their face. Mm-hmm. And it's harder for them to see the problem with that. Because in their head now, they're like, well, bitch, you're the villain because you did this. And that triggered the fuck out of yeah. me. Like, you got me there, mm-hmm. you know. Also, too, you know what I was just thinking? Um it might not even be like a big situation or like a big fallout. Sometimes I feel like I could be a villain in someone's story for the simple fact that I'm such a bad texter. Yeah. And like that is like poor communication in their eyes or like or maybe they're just not on the top of my list for me to respond. It's like, no, I just get distracted easily. Like, you know what I mean? Or sometimes yeah. I just don't even have the energy. But also, too, I don't know. That was just a thought that popped in my no, head. No, yeah, it can definitely it be, be something as stuff. simple like, as It doesn't that. have to be a big fallout, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be something simple like that's a very good example because someone can just be like i was trying to talk to her but like she literally never texts back and then it's funny because people when they have no real context anything they create their own narrative yeah and it's so funny because that can happen to someone and it could literally just be maybe you had a lot going on maybe somebody just died or maybe you're just super big. like you know it could be mm-hmm. anything and in their head they're like she thinks she's too good to respond to people. Yeah. She fooling herself. She miss Hollywood. Right. And it's like, you don't even know. Like, I'm like no, I just got a lot yeah, of shit on my plate. People will really sometimes just paint you to be the villain and yeah. not even know the half of it. Yeah. And ain't no, ain't no apologizing for that. Uh-uh. Like, hell fucking no. Yeah. Do you think that, um, like, do you think that there's ever been somebody in your life mm-hmm. who was the villain and became like a hero per se like where they're they became they were they were your enemy and now they're not you know like you know all right so i feel like this is probably like a tricky like a tricky like a tricky question loki because Mm -hmm. i feel like for me it would probably be like someone in my family like when i was younger i'd probably say like my parents were the villain in my story you know because they were just trying to protect me the older i got i realized that their intentions were pure and they just wanted to prevent me from making any mistakes that literally if they can help me not make them that's what they're gonna do and they might try and steer me in a different direction than where i may want to go um so like at that time they were the villain and now as i've grown older i've just realized like no like it's not like that at all i understand their reasonings. I understand why they did the things they did or why they allowed me to do certain things and not allow me to do other things. And so like now they're like the hero in my story because I have so much more like so much more to be like appreciative for right towards them. I definitely think that I've had friendships that 
have been created off of somebody being the villain first. Mm-hmm. You know, I am very cool with someone who one of my ex-boyfriends was cheating on me with. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess cheating on both of us. Like, mm-hmm. uh, And when we found out, obviously at first, you know, I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, yeah, you like, know, you're angry, angry, you're hurt, you have so many emotions. But once I realized, I mean, we both like looked at it like we had no idea he played us both Mm -hmm. and like honestly she's so fucking sweet like i'm still really cool with her Mm -hmm. and fun fact she listens to the pause so i know when she hear this hey girl hey miss girl hey miss girl her name ain't miss girl (laughs) it's miss taylor (laughs) no but when you know when i was able to separate my emotions from that and i was Mm -hmm. able to see you know the reality of the situation I was able to develop a good friendship with somebody, yeah. you know, and I was really cool with her. And it made me realize that, like, sometimes the villain, per se, mm-hmm. are they're just misunderstood, yeah. you know? Like, your parents, back then, they were just misunderstood because mm-hmm. you don't have the mental capacity to understand what they're doing for you, mm-hmm. you know? And at that time, I didn't realize, like, this girl did nothing to you, you yeah. know? Like, all the blame should go to him. So I'm glad that eventually I was able to, like, see that because now she's, like, you know i fucking love her yeah she's a sweet girl and i would say there are people obviously who at once were like your hero and they became the bad guy right you know because people change people definitely definitely fucking change and i think that there are some people where i've been the villain to them and i've later become like their hero yeah just because sometimes i wouldn't say i did anything that would make me like oh my god you know she's a fucking villain she's a bad person no it's just that people sometimes don't mix well with me in the beginning because yeah. i'm very closed off uh-huh. and i can be like bitchy not intentionally i'm just closed off and like i'm very guarded yeah and i'm not the most friendly i I'm, I think i'm really sweet i don't care i'm not gonna be mean but i think i'm really fucking mm-hmm. sweet no, i just are. think that i'm very closed off and guarded and it comes off as like i'm being a bitch or mm-hmm. i'm being cold to somebody so they just have this like perception of me where they're like Bianca's a bitch, like she ain't really cool nobody, she's not friendly. And then later on, like once I warm up to people, they're like, oh my god, like you know, I really thought like you were a fucking. They bitch. just like, had like the wrong image. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, I thought you were gonna like, I thought you didn't fucking like me, and I'm just like, girl, I didn't even know you. Like, okay, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just to myself. I'm like, like, no, actually, that was their opinion of you. This is like, I didn't even form an opinion of you. I honestly just stayed out the fucking drama right. and then i was just thrown into it because i knew them you know what i mean mm-hmm. like definitely yeah, i could think of some people the same way um so do you think people always consider someone a villain and like never acknowledge all the good that they did before <sighs> yeah you know i think that here's the thing people you can do so much for somebody but then when you don't do something obviously it's what they focus on right Mm -hmm. but it's not always because they're disregarding or they don't remember the things that you did for them Mm -hmm. sometimes the thing that you didn't do or sometimes the thing that you did that was fucked up is so severe Mm -hmm. that who gives a fuck what you did before yeah this is what matters right now Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry like if you are a great friend to me right but you don't come through for me for something that I really need you to be there. Let's say I'm going to lose my kid and I need you to go to court and testify for me. And you don't show up for me. And, you know, it's for a dumb reason. Yeah. And you're like, I'm the bad guy now because I want to cut you off. No, I needed you. Yeah. I don't care how long you've been my friend. I don't care 
you know, if fucking you did so much for me, I'm sorry. Like that was at that point, think about it. Like if I have a kid, you're fucking with me being able to have my kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're fucking my family. Like yeah. you're not, I needed you. If it was, you know, granted, like somebody died in your family or you guys like, so, obviously, but like, if I'm in court looking for your dumb ass and I see you mm-hmm. at brunch, yeah, I'm like, bitch, oh my god, I forgot I got court, bitch, fuck it's you, like, like, yes. So it can honestly be like the big shit or like even just little like the little things. Like if I am constantly, if you're always like showing up for me, but like the little things you never actually pull through. Like if I keep inviting you to like my family events, you never pull through. I'm like what the fuck? Like, why is it that every time I invite you to like, just something small, like you never pull through? You know, it's like, sometimes it could be like the little things too. Do you ever think that maybe like, I don't know, like, do you think that people have their own perception of certain things? And that's maybe why they don't go? Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe people like, for example, I had a conversation like this with a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't come to X, Y, and Z. And I was like, you haven't even met, like, certain people who I think are really important to me. Mm-hmm. And they basically gave me a whole rundown of, like, why they didn't want to be around certain people or, like, certain places. And I felt like shit, honestly. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, going into the conversation, like, guns blazing almost. Mm-hmm. But she completely shot everything down and she was just like you didn't even ask like you like you don't even ever ask me why like she never felt comfortable around a friend and once i found out why i was like oh damn i didn't even know that like, right. i'm sorry you mm-hmm. know so i just think that sometimes people look like a villain too mm-hmm. and again they're misunderstood yeah. like i think if you ask sometimes clothes maps won't get fit mm-hmm. and i i think it sounds so cliche, but I think like conversations can be had that would clear so much animosity with people, yeah. you know? And I think it's the same for friendships and relationships because you could have a friend and they're the bad guy in your eyes right now for something. And maybe they're just going through something, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe they're just... Most definitely. Yeah, maybe they're just holding or suppressing feelings with something else and then letting you in. You don't know that. Because I've also done that to people. Mm-hmm. I will be going through like a lot in my personal life and I won't tell people. Yeah. And it'll reflect in my friendships as me being a bad friend. Yeah. And they're like, yo, you're like on fucking 10. You're a fucking bitch right now. Like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I got way yeah. bigger problems going on in my personal life. And you Not even know. like me being a bitch. Sometimes it's just, where have you been? Yeah. Type shit. Yeah. I get that. Um, And also, too, I feel like most of the time the bad outweighs the good. It's like I saw this like interview the other day mm-hmm. um, on like a late night show and the guy was saying, okay, so he said, a murderer isn't a bad person every second of their lives. They just made a bad decision. 99% of the time, they are a good person, but that one decision makes up that 1% overrides all the good they've done and changes their lives forever. Oof. And honestly, when you said, when you asked this question, it literally made me think of that interview because when he said that, I said, holy shit, like. That's so true. Like, you could do good all your life, but then you make this one decision, which makes up the 1%, and all of a sudden, that just affected everything that came before it. You know, and when you think about that, it really, it to me at least, it really confirms how fragile life is. Mm -hmm. Because that one decision, you know, it could be, 
the make or break for you. Yeah. And it can be the decision that has you living a completely different life. Yeah. And think about all the people that are behind bars. Think about all the people that have lost families, have lost friends, have lost people that they love because of one bad decision. Yeah. You know? I could think of some people. Yeah. Whether you're under the influence whether you got into some bad things, whether whether it's one bad decision that you kept making over and over, that yeah, that that that's you true. Know? Because sometimes people just don't learn either. Yeah, but you know, people who maybe had too much to drink and they they can drive. You know, maybe they just had like three drinks. They're good, but they're over the limit if they get tested mm-hmm. and they get stopped, and now they got a DUI. Yeah, you know, like or people who got so fucking drunk they kiss somebody they shouldn't have kissed or something yeah you know like or people who fucking decided to just ride home with this one person and that person fucking committed a crime and now they're all in jail like you know like yeah sometimes it's about who you hang around where you're at wrong place i mean wrong place wrong time you know like mm-hmm. and if you're when you think back it's like yo if i would have just drove home with this person this would not be happening right now. Yeah. Or if I would have just never had that last shot. You ever have, yeah, but you ever have those moments where it's like, holy shit, if I would have drove home with that person, that could have been me. Yes. Sometimes it's the opposite. And you're like, wow, thank God I did this because yeah. the worst could have happened. Yeah. And it didn't. That's crazy. You that know, so crazy. I remember seeing something one time where it was like, you know, basically more or less like everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, people get so upset that, their train is late. The bus didn't come. Mm-hmm. The taxi's late. You know, whatever. Or you got stuck behind a fucking train at the tracks and now you're late to work. But maybe that bad thing that's happening to you right now is honestly blocking something way worse happening. Yeah, it you could know? be a blessing in disguise. No, seriously. You know, I remember I used to really enjoy like reading um, like interviews or articles or even watching them about like 9-11 and there are so many people who were giving their story of what mm-hmm. happened to them and why they didn't make it on time to the trade center. Like, I know there was one guy who said that he had stopped for a Band-Aid. Right. A Band-Aid. Right. And if he didn't make that stop for the Band-Aid, he would have been there when it happened. And who knows if he would have survived. Yeah. But that Band-Aid literally saved his life. Yeah. And it's like, when you look back at things like that, it's it's kind of freaky, you it know? Is. How you're always one decision away from a completely different life, whether it's good or bad. Right. But that's it, y'all. Like, we're not going to bother you too much with all this dragon yeah moral story is you know learn to take accountability have growth mm-hmm. have the conversations that are tough with people mm-hmm. and be aware of the decisions that you are making and apologize when necessary yes because they pinning me out to be the bad guy another nikki bar just yeah saying. anyway y'all Ooh. know what time it is it is mm-hmm. time for women crush wednesday of the week yeah so today's woman crush wednesday is going to eliza afanador with salon heels eliza an extremely talented hairstylist she's very well known and respected across all of cumberland county and honestly she's like one of the main hairdressers in this area i bet you've heard of her and if for some whatever fucking reason you have it i bet your hairdresser knows exactly who she is eliza opened up her own place in the last couple of years salon heels it is absolutely beautiful there. They offer a variety of different services. There's other hairdressers. There's barbers. They have facials, which are really, I had one before and it was definitely worth it. What happened was, let me tell you real quick. I was getting my hair done and the girl came up to me and she was massaging my hands as I was you know, getting my blowout. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Like I didn't know that just my hands could feel fucking amazing. Talk about good marketing. 
<laughs> and I'm like, yo, like this is fucking like I felt like, oh my God, just in heaven in the chair. So when she was talking to me as she was like, you know, massaging my hands, they let me know she was facial. So I booked one with her. It was so relaxing, so calming. Oh my God, I loved it. I was like falling asleep in there. She was so, so great. And honestly, I was like, girl, you low-key need to like get your masseuse license or something because like when she does like a little massage for your shoulders and stuff and your arms, oh, heavenly. Anyway, it's worth it. Definitely check them out. She's super sweet. So is all her staff. You feel welcomed very at home. I've been going to her for years, like literally since like before high school. My whole family goes to her. Everyone goes to her. She's fucking amazing with color. She is always getting recertified. She's always going to like all the conventions. She's always keeping up her education. She's fucking awesome. So check her out on IG at Salon Healed and all her other information will be linked down below. All right, y'all. And now it's time for Hoochie Hotline. All right. So I've been dealing with this man for about six months, not dating or anything, but definitely having sex and enjoying every minute of it. When we met, we both told each other this was just for fun, no strings attached, and we were both newly single and did not want anything. So for the last six months, we've been kicking it in in the crib. Sometimes we go out to eat together, but that's all. It's mainly just sex, in my point. Never saw her before, never met her, whatever. She messages me saying, hey girl, I know this is random. Oh God. And- it's the hey girl. I know this is no, hey girl. I know this is random and a bit awkward, but I was just hoping we could talk for a minute. Woman to woman. Do you know so-and-so? I'm asking because I have been dating him for a while, over a year. I see your name in his phone sometimes and that you guys follow each other on Instagram. He told me that you were a co-worker and <laughs> that's so fucking disrespectful. Um, but I just keep getting this feeling that you guys are more than that. I just want to know, woman to woman, if you have been or ever were involved with him, please be honest with me. That is all I ask. That way I can leave him alone. That way. <laughs> that way. I can leave him alone. Am I wrong for wanting to tell her to get the hell out of my inbox? Don't come to me as a woman. Background. <laughs> no, I did not know he had a girl. If I did, I would have never entertained it. But since I have already been involved with him for so long, I actually don't care if he has a girl. The sex is good, y'all. I don't know what to do. Should I tell homegirl? Oh, my, oh my God. God. She called her homegirl. Should I tell homegirl we've been fucking and we both leave him alone? She says, should we just do a two for one special? <laughs> Or just mind my business and keep getting that dick. We do fuck with condoms, so I really am not worried about him fucking both of us. Oh. What do y'all think? Please be, cl- please keep this anonymous. Of course. And I can't wait for the feedback, even though I already know y'all gonna chew me up. Alamafeo, bye hoochies. First of all. First of all, excuse the way I just read that. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> no. First of all, bitch. You need what the leave. fuck you mean? We use condoms. I'm okay with him fucking both of us. But he, we use condoms, so it's okay because you can't you can't get chlamydia through your mouth, right? <laughs> right? You can't get herpes through your mouth, Is you sucking the dick right? with the condom? Come on, girl. Listen. 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 Me? Because one thing about me Mm-mm. is I am such a fucking advocate for safe sex, protected sex, and not putting yourself in a situation where something bad could potentially happen. And this, sweetheart, sounds like something bad could potentially fucking happen. It just sounds like messy. So fucking messy. Like, he just don't got respect for none of y'all. First of all, baby girl, 
I don't care how good that dick is. All you need to keep replaying in your mind is that she told you, he told her that you were his coworker. Not even that, because no, that. Well, that yeah, exactly. No. How's he yeah, gonna no, call you his coworker? Listen, not even that, because if you saying like you don't want a relationship, like it's just sex, you probably really don't give a fuck that he said that, right? Cool. My thing is, he lied to you from get because she's been with him over a year. Mm. You said that when you guys met, y'all were both newly single. Bullshit. Wait a minute, yeah, because yeah. how is he newly single? But he's been talking to her for a year. Yeah, they've been so together over a year. He's been cheating and anyway. You've been with him, fucking him for like the last six months. So at least half of his relationship that you know of, he's been cheating. That means for the last six months, you've been fucking him and that girl essentially. Yeah. So the way I see it is, he's not shit. And the way I see it is, if somebody's not shit, they should not be getting access to your fucking body. Mm-mm. That's just me. Because he's running game on both of you. No, literally. And, you're and the thing him. is, sometimes if you just say the truth up front, it goes your way. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? You're not even player until you say the truth and still get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> he lied true. to you from the beginning. And you literally said that you wouldn't even have cared if you had a girl. Right? Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. She said, I don't even care. If no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm lying. She said, if I did, I would have never entertained it. Right, which is why he lied to you. But guess what? He lied. So what now? Because he lied and his dick is good, you're gonna just forget the fact that he lied? Yeah, because she said, since I have already been involved with him for so so long, I actually don't care if he has a girl. Right. That's to me, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, because honestly, that just means that only tells us that you're actually um, catching feelings for him. Right. Here's my thing, y'all. It's not just sex. No, here's my thing. It's never just sex. Listen to me. To me, you need to be careful who you let enter your body. And if he lied to you, how do you know he's not lying to somebody else? Mm-hmm. How do you know? How do you know it's just you two and not you two plus another four? Right. Like, how do you know it's just you two? You know, you don't know. He's proved he's a liar. He proved he can't be trusted. So why entertain it any longer? That's what how did, I see um, it. What did Chris Brown say? Something about uh, these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. I honestly think you need to like kick him to the curb. And honestly, I would tell the girl like, or don't. And don't even be, done be mad at her. Like, yeah, she's no, just trying it to It don't sound like she out. mad at her. I would just say, tell her like, that's up to you if you want to tell her. Um, I would. Um, and she chooses to stay with him. That's on her. She might but be your friend. At the end of the day, like, no. I mean, it happened to me. <laughs> I know, but that ain't the case for everybody. No, it's really not. It's really not. But, you know, she might stay with him. She might not. But you got to decide, like, are you going to put your self-respect up there to, like, cut him off or stay with him and keep getting the dick? Like, I don't know. And also, like, no offense, girl, but, you know, I just think it's crazy how nowadays so many people are okay with being a side bitch. Like, yeah, that's craziness. Granted, that's you crazy didn't know talk. that, but now that you know, why why allow it? You know what I mean? That's crazy talk to me. Like, that, no, 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 no. We're too old for that. We're too grown for that. And I'm just a firm believer in karma. A believer in karma. And the karma is going to come back. And you would not want it done to you. That's all I'm going to say. You would not want it done to you. Mm-hmm. So think about that. This think is about something that. for you to think about. And first of all, if you even have to ask us our opinion, you already know you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Like, I think you want us to just say yes. I think you want a reason to hold on to it because you like the dick. But guess what? There's good dick. I would say everywhere, but it's not. But, it's not. But you could, like, you might you be able find to find it. it somewhere. But you will find it. And guess what? Self-respect is better than getting some fucking dick. I'll tell you that. Or chlamydia. Seriously. Or an STD. 
just anything like, like that. Let him know he can't fucking play with you. Play let him know um, access denied, baby. <laughs> access denied. denied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, y'all. That's it. We'll see you next yeah. week. Cookies. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to wish Bianca a happy birthday Please this do, week. Don't cry. Thank you. And we will catch you next week on Girls, Girls Night, Night in. in. Sip this, the podcast. Bye. So we need that pretty in real life. Running through Louis like daddy is crazy. What's your sign? What it is? I'm a cancer. That's right. Body built like what? Like a dancer.